here. <laughs> I'm out there now. There's nothing, nothing protecting the name anymore, so might as well go with it. <laughs> no, I'm glad they're here. And uh, we're going to be talking about a controversial issue, and I'm, I'm going to go ahead and tell you right now. It's uh, the issue that came before the Supreme Court this week on abortion. And these two ladies have some very definite ideas on that, I will assure you. And they'll be glad to share them with you. And I've asked them to because uh, it's time somebody on the other side had a say. Now, I know we're not nationwide and live at five, but, uh, you know, technically we do go around the world. We are via the Internet at WGNSradio.com. So I'll tell you what, enough of me talking. We need to get into this thing. All right, Jack, you ready? But for right now, my name is Edwin Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. That's a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is Edwin Lee Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at studios WGNS AM and FM, AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Now, you can reach us tonight, as you very well know, with your questions, comments, or ideas at 619-615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. You can also send us a text at that number, and our producer... Jackson will be glad to uh, read it over the air, or he'll write it down and hand it to me for those of you who do not wish to be heard live. Uh, I've told you who our guests are. They're Lily Rimbold, Kelly Northcutt. You've heard these ladies before. Now, you can also listen to us live via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com. And you can watch us on Facebook at uh, the Evan Lee Raymer Show. <laughs> I forgot my own name. Evan Lee Raymer Show on WGNS. And um, you can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. Listen to, uh, you can listen to Stephen Reynolds. Is on there. He's got a great podcast. It's on there. He does a great job. Uh, Angela Bingham, who's been with us about four years now uh, with Simplicity, she's on every Sunday at 6. And uh, just just some some other good programs here, too. Jason Qualls is on in the, uh, through the week with uh, Financial Coaching Radio and does a great job. I try to listen to him whenever I'm out in the car. And whenever we get a chance, okay. Um, I want to tell you something. Um, I'll tell you what. We're going to go ahead and play this. Uh, I've asked Jackson to go ahead and do this. This clip is from the Rachel Maddow show, uh, December first. This deals with the abortion issue, and what I wanted to get into more than anything, I want you to listen to what some of the justices had to say, and they're letting them record them now live. Uh, of course, uh, C-SPAN's been in in the Supreme Court for for years now and they're getting a little bit looser with it okay they're they're coming into the you know the 20th century now and uh, uh jackson if you would please go ahead and play that and uh i forget what the, the running time is but I, I i may cut it off early but go ahead 
Now, the Washington Post editorial board made that case today in an editorial that was, was published after the arguments concluded. You see the headline there, gutting Roe would devastate millions of Americans and the court itself. Quote, very little has changed since the court handed down Roe, aside from the fact that Americans now rely on their right to choose whether to terminate a pregnancy. The shift since Roe has been the makeup of the court, reshaped after the addition of several conservative justices due to a mixture of underhanded politics and pure happenstance. The court's authority derives not from its ability to enforce its declarations. It lacks any such power. The court's authority derives from the fact that Americans respect its decisions. Those decisions must reflect something greater than mere whim or raw political power in the Senate. The justices should have no illusions. A partial or total reversal of Roe would devastate not only the Americans who rely on the abortion rights that have been theirs for nearly 50 years, but it would also be devastating for the court itself undermining its legitimacy. That is how the Washington Post puts it tonight. Here's how the more liberal justices put it today in court. And please take a listen to this now. General, um, Justice Breyer started with... This is Justice Kagan. Uh, ...an important principle in any case. And here, for the reasons that Casey mentioned, uh, especially so, um, uh, to prevent people from thinking that this court is a political institution that will go back and forth depending on uh, what part of the public yells loudest and, uh, and, and preventing people from thinking that the court will go back and forth depending on changes to the court's membership. We have to have public support. This is Justice Stephen Breyer. primarily from people believing that. We do our job. We use reason. We don't look to just what's popular. And that's where you're seeing the paradox. The problem with the super case like this, the rare case, the watershed case, where people are really opposed on both sides, and they really fight each other, is they're going to be ready to say, no, you're just political. You're just politicians. And that's what kills us as an American institution. Now, um, the sponsors of this bill, the House bill in Mississippi, said we're doing it because we have new justices. The newest ban that Mississippi has put in place, the six-week ban. This is Justice Sotomayor. The Senate sponsor said we're doing it because we have new justices on the Supreme Court. Will this institution survive the stench that this creates in the public perception that the Constitution and its reading are just political acts. I, I, I don't see how it is possible. If people actually believe that it's all political, how will we survive? Will this institution survive the stench that this creates in the public perception? But the court. Thank you, Jax. Hold it right there. Kelly, how's that gravy, sports fan? Hey, turn her. I'm sorry. Jax, turn those mics on. I, I turned uh, Lily. Uh, mic. Please, go ahead. 
Well, that's been the concern ever since uh, McConnell refused to have a hearing to seat Justice Merrick Garland during the Obama administration. Exactly, and we all that knew exactly where that was coming motivated from. And, and they, he said as much. And the fact that there were there was what was it eight months until the next election, and he refused eight or nine. to yeah. seat it. So there was there was one empty seat on the Supreme Court for eight months, and then at the end of the uh then in the trump administration eight days before the election and while some early voting had already occurred they rush justice amy barrett through and that that proved that it wasn't about the timeline that it was about the politics and so mcconnell has already created the stench sure he set up the stench. a long it's, time ago yes right. <laughs> um yeah um and it's just unforgivable uh, that he has taken a separate branch of of the uh, exec. You know, there's the executive and the legislative, and right, yeah. the and the, the courts, judicial. and they should and judicial, and it should be separate. And it, it's not meant to be a political. It is one football. branch that is not meant to be political, right? It's and not. the fact, and I think, I think the, that Justice Breyer brought up a very, you know, pertinent point that as soon as you, as soon as it's presented as a political, uh, uh, political branch, then you you lose the support of, of what makes people trust it, and right. there's already been a do- enough been has been done to make people distrust the federal government. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. You know, it's like that mistrust began probably in the, you know, uh, around the Kennedy assassination. It, the Nixon administration eroded trust in the executive branch. It eroded trust in uh, in uh, just that kind of American ideal that you knew there were, you know, the, the, the best rose to the top and they looked out for us. And... Right. To, to now extend that stench to the Supreme Court, which has managed to stay above the fray and, you know, keep the mud off of their shoes. Right. And now it makes it makes everything they do from here on out questionable if this it becomes a purely political victory. Well, and here's, here's the thing, too, and I, I think it's in this clip. Uh, we'll, we'll proceed on and see. But... Uh, that uh, Comey Barrett, uh, mm-hmm. Amy Comey Barrett, justice now, I'm <laughs> shuddering to say that, but anyway, <laughs> she said, basically, and I'm paraphrasing, but uh, it's not a problem if a woman doesn't want the baby. She can just carry the baby and then leave the baby at the hospital when you leave, and then someone will adopt that child. Oh, sure, that's the, yeah. I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we don't have an overrun foster care system. Like, it's not already... Adoptions yeah. already behind a paywall of thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. It's right. not accessible to everyone, and if we just not everyone and no. our you know maternal death rates <laughs> during childbirth and for the next year are outrageous, especially mm-hmm. for Black women. The the maternal death rate is it's like um, let me see. Black women are two to three times more likely to die from pregnancy related causes than white women. So essentially, what she's saying is. You have to take that risk because we don't want to extend the constitutional right to, for you to, to for self determination to you. We don't want you to have control over your body. We want to force you to give birth <laughs> without oh, no. any respect for yeah. not only your choice but your health 
or your mental health, because right, that right. alone is yeah. a is a difficult decision. That what what gets me, and I want to bring Lillian on this because she's the youngest of us, all of us up here, and uh, well, her her and Jackson, okay, they went to school together. I'm sorry, but uh, seriously. Uh, this is all a bunch of men making. I saw this. This Greg Abbott down in Texas. Mm-hmm. She's waving her hands. Lily is, folks. I don't want to get her started on that. I'm, you know, no, get started. No, <laughs> let's, yeah, let's get well, go right it. ahead. No, go right ahead. It's insane because insane. any doctor worth his or her salt will tell you that at times. And I know I sound like a broken record, but I'm going to keep saying this. At times. An abortion is a necessary medical procedure to yes, save that's maybe why to doctors save make that that's decision. The reason doctors make <laughs> that decision. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Lily, comment. Well, not, it's important to recognize that it is sometimes a necessary medical decision to make, but also. Right. And I don't say that as a cop out. I say that as in, in, exactly. in all it's sincerity. The truth. Right. It's, it's the, the truth. truth. And that's the reason that a lot of these abortion bans have extreme medical exemptions in them. Mm-hmm. Because they knew that if they took everything away, like there were zero options, that they would get pushed back on that. So that was the one thing that most people are in agreement on. If you're going to put a ban on abortion, you at least have to have some kind of exemption. Mm-hmm. My thing with that, it's, it's important to recognize that. And I do see that as a common ground for a lot of people. But also, it doesn't matter why you want to get an abortion. It, exactly. shouldn't, it right. shouldn't come down to your life or you having a baby for you to right. be able to make a choice about mm-hmm. your own body. It's we all make that, mistakes. Exactly. And even if it wasn't a mistake, it's just something that happened. Like it, and like there are right. all kinds of circumstances that can happen and it just literally should not matter Right. at all. Okay. It's nobody else's decision. It is it's not nobody my else's business. business. It's nobody else's business. It doesn't business. affect... It, I, yeah, right. my wife and, say, and I have said that all along. It is not our business. It doesn't affect it doesn't anyone affect, else's life. Yeah, who right. you date or who all. you see or who you want to live with or who you want to marry. That has nothing to do with, with Eddie Reimer. Nothing at all. Well, and the, the thing is, it's like we can't... You can't legally force someone to give blood if they don't want to. True. You can't legally force someone to donate uh, bone marrow or a kidney, even if it would True. save someone else's life, right. and you were the yeah. only person in existence that matched, they cannot legally force you to do it. Right. Which means that your bodily autonomy is protected, that constitutionally no one can force you to do anything you don't want to do. You don't even have to have a reason. It can be just, I don't feel like it. And legally, they can't force you to. And yet, in forcing you to remain pregnant and birth a child, they feel that that is somehow less of a violation of your personhood than whether or not they can force you to give blood. I right. do not understand that at all. Uh, many, uh, Kelly, many of us have not understood. <laughs> I'll tell you what we're going to do. I'm going to let these two ladies cool down a little bit. And me too. Just oh, it's not me. happening. No. <laughs> no, it's not. We're it here won't. already. All right. So. Uh, and, uh, okay, Lily, put... Put the revolver down. Please. <laughs> Nobody's going to hurt you. She's okay. a non-violent person. <laughs> she is, believe me. She, no, she doesn't have a pistol. No. i got to quit doing that. Somebody's going to send the police up here one of these nights. We're all going to get arrested because of my big mouth. I've always said my mouth's always got me in trouble, and it will again, okay? Hey. I'm with you. Um, this is Edwin Lee Raymer and Kelly Northcutt and Lily Rimbaud have been good enough to be with us. Jackson's on the board. And we're going to go to our first series of breaks. Stay with us, folks. We're talking about abortion in the Supreme Court. We'll be right back with you right after this.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, this is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.burrow.com familylegal.com that's hello everyone it's ed with private investigations in middle tennessee you know if you just need someone checked out on a background check tag them a run or if you need someone full of fledged follow give us a call you can reach me at 615-390-7219 that's 615-390-7219 or check out our website at pi of mt Com. That's P-I of M-T dot com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at CompleteYardCareTN.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's complete yard care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mellon's Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Muller's Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And we are back. Thank you. Kelly Northcutt's with us, Lily Rimbold, and uh, we're talking about this case that uh, went before the Supreme Court this week on Tuesday, I believe, and um, the uh, verdict will be rendered uh, supposedly sometime in the spring. So we've got uh, some time. We've got to wait to let the court uh, deliberate and talk and fight among themselves, I'm sure. And uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I think I see where we're headed here. And uh, Kelly has run some numbers on this. Uh, first of all, give, give the number of people you find that are in favor of leaving the law, leaving Roe versus Wade just as it is. Um, well, I, and that kind of underscores the point that it is a political posturing sure. device. Right. It, um, yeah. That, and for a while, it has been a kind of a litmus test for: Are you conservative enough to be Republican? Are you conservative mm-hmm. enough right, to be yeah. on the Republican uh, ballot? But the thing is, even the people that are voting Republican aren't in favor of overturning Roe v. Wade. As a matter of fact, 79% of Americans right. don't want it to be overturned. 
that's that's a lot. That's, that's a lot you know, of people. That that that's a a, a huge majority. Right. And even even six in ten Catholics support Roe v. Wade remaining. That was a number I could not get over right there. You told it's me that rather ago. surprising yeah. because we've been kind of inundated with uh, you know the fact that. Um, uh, the church and uh you know evangelists and the catholic church you know none of them you know none of them want abortion to be safe and legal and available um but that is just not the case 79 percent of americans want roe v wade to remain in force which means they want abortion to be safe and legal and available for sure. women up to right. the point of viability, which uh, the current... Uh, and let me say this, and, and you all know, you all, you, you ladies know exactly where I come from. This is not, you know, you're for abortion. No. No one standing up here is, is for abortion, folks. This is a serious, serious medical situation that a lady may have to face. No, I'm not for abortion. There's a lady that I know that said she had an abortion at, at a very, very young, young age and felt it was the best option she had, her and her family. Mm-hmm. She was not married, and it haunts her to this day. Now, she wonders, what would that child have been like? Perfectly, could have been perfectly healthy, don't know. But it, it bothers her still to this day. That's yes. the cost. Well, yeah, although some women that I know who have had abortions when they were younger still believe it was the best choice for them. Oh, she, it, she believes that, yeah, but she's, you know, I just can't, right. I wonder. I wonder yeah. what it would have been like. Um, yeah. It's not, it's not a, a decision that most women come to easily. The, mm-hmm. the thing is... No, it's like we're, the, 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 the Republicans are acting like, oh, you just get out there and get you all just party and have a good time. You get pregnant, hey, you know, you know. And your old boyfriend, you know, it's just, you know, he's just having fun. It, you know, it, like us guys are just, uh, you know, well, it's not our fault. You know, y'all wanted to have a good time, so I showed you a good time. You know, come on, guy. Uh-huh. You know, give me a break. I mean, you know, you got to saddle up here, okay? Lily, talk to me. <laughs> I mean, she's about to bust, folks. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I've got all kinds of stuff. No, right please, down. go right Lots ahead. Lots different things. Go right ahead. Um, I mean, I guess the the main place to start right now is just what's happening in the Supreme Court, um, which is one of the main reasons we're here. But there's obviously a lot of history behind this issue. Mm -hmm. Um, Roe v. Wade's been in place for almost 50 years. And so you Mm -hmm. think about the fight leading up to that. Like, this is a long-standing thing that people have been fighting for and that we're not even slowly regressing um, I know. Quickly, anymore. It's, it's happening very quickly. And I think a lot of people just kind of assumed that we'd never get here again. And so they didn't really do anything about it for a long time, which is kind of how we've ended up where we are now. Because everyone was like, oh, well, we have Roe. And so everything will be fine. It's not. It's not a law. It's not a law. It's just Mm -hmm. a court precedent that a lot of people are following. So as soon as what's happening now, we have the people that are in there that are against it enough to overturn it. We're right there. And there's not any other protection there are 15 states in washington dc that have laws in place now that will protect abortion even if roe v wade gets overturned but that tennessee is not one of them tennessee is not one of them tennessee is part of my other statistic along Mm -hmm. with this that's about a dozen or so states have something called trigger laws which i think i probably uh, excuse me talked about the last time that i was here maybe but once roe v wade is overturned there's not even a special legislative session that has to happen. There's nothing that has to happen other than we all go to bed and wake up the next day and abortion's illegal. Mm-hmm. 
So they changed the state yeah. constitution. I think it was 2014 mm-hmm. that to specifically say that abortion is not a constitutionally protected right in Tennessee. Exactly. So as soon as and let's explain, open, the Republicans did this. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. they did. Yeah, they've been <laughs> they behind it the whole they time. Did. Yes. They were the okay. ones that did it, and it's not just Tennessee. There are 12, about 12 or 13 states that have that in place right now mm-hmm. where we only have 15 out of 50 that are that have any protection. So then right. you think that's mm-hmm. only about half the country. So we've got another mm-hmm. half the country that's got nothing in place, mm-hmm. and so that could flip either way. But a majority of those 12 or 13 that have those trigger laws are all centered in one area. Mm-hmm. Nobody's surprised by that all in the su- like southeastern United States because mm-hmm. that's... <laughs> Well, That's I mean, when you have a number but... like Kelly quoted at, at nearly, say, you know, say, rounded, I mean, for simplicity's sake, 80%, 80% yeah. four-fifths of, mm-hmm. the, of the nation is saying, you know, hey, we, we like this way it is. Mm-hmm. Years ago, I heard justices arguing this, and basically what they were saying was, look, we've gone far enough, leave it. Exactly. That's what they were saying, in a, that, and that was my interpretation. I watched it on C-SPAN. I cannot remember what it was. It was long before I had a radio broadcast, so I didn't, I didn't really got ever needed it. You know, I wish I knew where it was. I'd go get it and have Jackson play it. Mm-hmm. But it was, you know, folks, we've we've come far enough, okay? Let's, it's been decided, yeah. It's been decided. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much, and have a nice day. Is there anything mm-hmm. else we could do for you? And then That's states it. started eroding those rights. They started limiting the the uh, right. you know mm-hmm. moving up the mm-hmm. um, date of viability. So you, a six week ban or ten week ban or or um, that it couldn't be it couldn't be funded publicly. That um, you you know it's like they they made all kinds of restrictions so that access to abortion was mm-hmm. limited. So right. which is already a walk back from Roe that passed in seventy three. The state's ability to limit abortion didn't mm-hmm. come until right. the 90s mm-hmm. in the case i believe it's planned parenthood v casey um mm-hmm. is what made that a, that a possibility for the states because initially with roe they didn't have any way to limit that access like state by state because it was a federal court decision right that said um, a woman should not face an undue burden exactly. to obtain a safe and legal abortion and an undue burden it, that without the access yeah right without access to it mm-hmm. it's still an undue burden and that's the that's the uh, language that was still used in the 90s to kind mm-hmm. of give states back some limitation on abortion is that right. they can limit it, okay. but they cannot limit it to the point where there's an undue um, burden on women or people that are pregnant trying to mm-hmm. access that health care. When you say people that are pregnant? Yeah, people that <laughs> are pregnant. It's women. I, I, I won't be... <laughs> Well, I won't yeah. be pregnant anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the, that's what I'm talking about. There are but trans, that's part of it. There, yeah, there are well. transgender people that are part of this. Oh, okay. Too. I'm so, sorry. Okay. So yeah. a lot of people right. look at it yeah. as 50 percent yeah. of the population, where right. actually it's a much larger portion of that because mm-hmm. it's not just okay. like assigned female at birth women. There are transgender people that are included in this. There are non-binary right. mm-hmm. people. There are okay. all kinds of right. people that are included in this legislation that actually makes it an even bigger issue than a lot of people realize that it is. You know, I wonder if, it's a, if the Supreme Court is listening. I wonder if that figure right there Kelly's got, I wonder if they're looking at that. Because they could, if that's the case, they, they're not, they wouldn't be able to win an election. No, and I highly <laughs> yeah, doubt yeah, stuff they're like... they're still getting elected. Exactly. <laughs> I highly doubt stuff like that's getting looked at because you see a lot of right. politicians and what a lot of politics has come to, and this is on both sides of the, of the line, it is. is that people go into a voting ballot or a voting booth 
and they mark people on their ballot solely by the letter that is by their name. They do not know right. anything. They don't know what that person looks like. They don't know anything right. about their Rose family. They don't know R about their or history. A D. Exactly. Right. And there's no there's a lot less critical thinking behind does this person actually support the issues that I believe in and are they going to go in and do their job that they're being elected to do, mm -hmm. which is specifically to represent my interests. Well, then, and, and, and of all times for, for, for you to be doing research, now is the time we have untold, we have unlimited uh, tools Exactly, for it's research. right there. It's, it's in your right back pocket. It's right your fingertips. <laughs> right. It's right a lot of people vote, vote for, you know, conservative yeah. uh, people on the ballot because they don't, you know, they want their taxes to be low and they don't really uh, care so much yeah, about Well, taxes are lower than issues. they've been in 40 years, so I don't know how much lower they can get. We've got a call right. from the show. Jackson, go ahead. Caller, you're on the air. Please go ahead. Yes, sir. Ed Hooper Penuel out in the great town of Las Cassis. The Honorable Mayor of hey, Las Cassis. Hooper, I've got <laughs> Kelly up here. How are y'all doing? It's good to hear from got you. A good show. You've got a great show going on tonight. And well, thank it's you. It's really an issue that's on everybody's mind right now, including a lot of males, mm -hmm. you might say, as well as females. But anyway, Ed, if you get pregnant, you're going to... I don't know what's going to happen now. I mean... <laughs> That's a miracle that's going to happen right well, here in Rutherford County. So I had uh, one of one of our guests said one time up here said, uh, and I don't think she said it on the air. Uh, we would never be having this discussion if just in the world one man ever had to go through having a child. <laughs> that would be the end of this discussion, <laughs> yep. and, and it would it's, be. It's just, exactly. it's just a miracle on that thing too. But I I, I did a little reading uh, earlier tonight about. Uh, there's there's 21 states totally that that are involved in this right now. Understand, and Tennessee is one of the um, uh, of the trigger laws mm -hmm. right. states that Lily uh, uh, mentioned a minute ago. And then and then there's a few other states like Georgia, Iowa, Ohio, and South Carolina that uh, passed the so-called heartbeat laws mm -hmm. in recent years yeah. that banned abortion after cardiac activity is detected so um uh, it's just one of these things that's been passed uh in, into the states that's probably controlled by mostly republican legislators legislatures mm -hmm. right and 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 based on how our former president pursued this issue and put two or three of the conservative judges on there that mm -hmm. probably said yes i i will vote to read this uh, Roe versus Wade thing or turn it around. Yeah, behind well, closed doors, you don't ever know what those conversations are Right, like. even though they failed what, to answer that question during their hearings, their nomination hearings. Yeah. Sure. They, won't, they, they won't say this. But then on the other hand, what can we do to try to persuade the Supreme Court judges not to, uh, not, not to vote to turn this around or, or to have some common sense what, what can we do? I have no idea other do? than go back to the old-fashioned way. Of, well, and I'm truly, no, what I'm saying, to, uh, Hooper, is this. Sit down and write a letter and actually right. mail write it. Write a letter. Yeah. Write a letter. Right. Don't send an email. Don't That's send right. them a text. Okay? Send people a letter. I try and do it. Uh, I'll, I don't know if. Did you ever get one from I, I didn't know if you got a letter. Yes, you, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Hooper got one. I would try and yeah. send a letter to my mm -hmm. guest, something I started doing. It's very kind. And, sure. and it's something that people, you know, they, I've had people just nearly, 
So you know, this is man, this is this is great. It's this is a little. It's, it took time to sit down and write. Well, you know, that's, now that's exactly right. You know, and, and, and but send an old fashioned letter. It's it's what like twelve dollars for a stamp now. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, but serious, Hooper. I'm sincere about this, and let them be waiting in a bunch of telegraphs and letters when they get when they get to work one morning, and they'll say, "Hey, you know, we might have an issue here." Well, I, I think that's uh, really what we need to do overall. And then uh, the other way to express our desires is at the ballot box yes. when we go vote. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's one of the main things that we can do is 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 to to vote. And I think that's going to be the best way, mm-hmm. honestly. Sure. Yeah, not to sure. not to have a negative outlook, but I think we're at the point now right. where nothing's going to change their minds. This is coming. It's going to happen. <clears throat> right. And the best thing that we can do past this, like I said earlier, Roe v. Wade was never a federal law. It was just mm-hmm. a court precedent right. that made right. laws that states were trying to pass. That was something to compare them against. But at this point, like you said, going to the ballot box and voting for the people that are actually going to get in there and do the work that we're asking them to do and that Mm -hmm. we're electing them to do. Mm -hmm. Because I think at this point, if we write a letter to the Supreme Court, that's going to go through an intern (laughs) that might not even be getting paid. And that's never going to get to the justices that have already made up their minds about this. Most of them got put onto this court with that being a main goal of theirs I'm sure specifically you're right. to yeah, get rid of Roe v. Wade. Yes, mm-hmm. since exactly. the since the 90s, yeah, the Federalist Society has been their their main goal has been to stack the courts with conservative judges sure. from the lower courts on up. That's and Mitch move McConnell's them up. that's Mitch McConnell's baby right there. Uh, yes, well, he, yeah, there judges been have been lot. a big part of his political his political tenure. Right, and it's and it's been a b- very big conservative push once this became the litmus right. test that it mm-hmm. was, which, uh, you know, it's like, uh, what were you saying, like, before the moral majority uh, of Jerry Falwell, that mm-hmm. the... Um, mm-hmm. it, it was not even a political ideology. It's it, like the support for abortion rights was almost the same on, right. for mm-hmm. between conservatives and liberals. Exactly. Right. Uh, so they've made it a political football. Mm-hmm. They've made it a, a rallying cry because then they could get the... The um, well, it was kind of I think part uh, as well of Nixon's Southern strategy. Mm-hmm. It's like if you right. could get the uh, evangelist Christians on your side, they exactly. knew <laughs> that especially in the Southeast, mm-hmm. that the conservative push would be unstoppable, mm-hmm. and it has worked. <laughs> it has. Yeah, um, that it has. Yeah, yeah, even though the majority of the country does not uh, does not support it, uh, it's mm-hmm. like it would be, you know, political career suicide to. To, to do otherwise and I think that's why Lily's right the I think the the fix is in I think the Supreme Court is going to decide uh, they're going to yeah. overturn Roe v Wade or at least but that doesn't mean it's over the, right exactly or, so right. The, the outcomes that can come from the arguments that are happening now either they can reestablish mm-hmm. the um, viability uh, so right now with Roe v Wade, Viability is defined as a 24-week mm-hmm. progression in the pregnancy. Um, which is the point at which the, the fetus could survive outside the mother's womb. And exactly. that's how they define right. viability. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's reasonable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mississippi's trying to walk that back to 15 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. the Supreme Court, that's the main issue that's being debated now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so they can either walk that back but keep the rest of Roe in place. Mm-hmm. They could take an extra step past 
changing that um, mark of viability and they could completely overturn it huh. or they could keep it the same. So there are three Taylor, outcomes you, that can uh, come from this. <clears throat> uh, you, you had mentioned one thing about 79% uh, of, the, of, of the people yeah. want to leave Roe versus Wade the way it is. Yes. Some of the other uh, landscape information would be that it's going to affect more than 135 million people. Oh, my goodness. Which yeah. is a major mm. change from today's environment where all 50 states have at least one abortion clinic. Mm -hmm. Well, according to uh, Lady uh, Young Hillary Schneller of the Center for Reproductive Rights, mm -hmm. she said this is, the results is going to be incredibly chaotic and mm -hmm. devastating. Oh yes, and it, and and it will, and and uh, I, I just I just think we need to get the letters out and start writing, and and encouraging people to register to vote and, mm -hmm. and to go vote True. for folks that's going to support the right issues. Yes, well, really. and, and more well, than vote, you know, get out and work for candidates that well, that right. support uh, making uh, more than relying on on the the court precedent, which should be enough you know it has been enough for a lot of things sure um, court right. precedent and for this is specifically no for thing. almost 50 years <laughs> right and for 50 right. years it has stood and has been challenged up to now mm -hmm. right. and and yeah. it has it's been the bulwark for protecting the you know health and um, and, and the only reason it's being challenged now is because of trump appointees Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. They know right. they can get. They know they can get through it now. So right. that's why they're they pushing it as hard as they are. Right. So, but but even more than voting, them? it's like we need to support candidates that support sure. making it. You know, enacting it into law that it will be an actual law, even mm -hmm. if it, maybe even a constitutional amendment. But you know, laws within the states that are trying to walk back our rights. Uh, Tennessee, for instance. Exactly. Uh, you know, work to support candidates that that. That are you know pro pro choice mm -hmm. work to support them you know knock doors make phone calls write letters run for office yourself if you feel sure. so moved um, but yeah we need to do more than uh, than express our opinions and vote because this is mm -hmm. this this infringes on the constitutional rights sure. of more than half of our society up, if we don't if you don't stand up and fight for what you believe in it's a sign that you know you're 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 accepting it and and mm -hmm. uh so that, that's that's what we need to do but listen i'm right. gonna get off i appreciate y'all so much thank you so much ed thank you for doing a great job and uh merry christmas and happy hey Christmas, yeah and hooper you, hooper listen hooper listen on my gift this year I'm asking everyone to keep it down under $2,000. Okay? Are, are you still running for notary? Is that I'm accepting yeah. donations, please. Yes, I need that, too. But just keep okay. my Christmas gift under $2,000. This thing you're going under spending three, dollars $4,000 on me. I, I have no such limits on my Christmas gift. So, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> Hooper, thank you so much. And Merry Christmas okay. to you, sir. Right. Right. Take care. Bye -bye. That is Mr. Hooper Penuel, former head of the election, Rutherford County elect, uh, Board of Election, or however election they go. That, yeah, Alan yeah. Farley does it now and does a great yeah. job. Yes, and uh, Hooper has sung the praises of Alan because Alan has said that's a thankless job, and Hooper knows that. It is. Know. I've met with him yeah. on several occasions before elections. Uh, I will yeah, tell you one thing uh, before, we, before we go to this. Um, and I believe, I believe I'm correct, but I'll stand corrected if I'm not. We're talking about, I think, in the last seven or eight out of 
eight or nine elections, more Democrats have voted mm-hmm. than Republicans have. Now, let me give you something that happened. Yeah. Uh, Christine Todd Whitman, Republican, former mm-hmm. governor of, I think, New Jersey. I believe it was New Jersey. And this last election, the Democrat candidate finally won by about, well, hang on. There are roughly more than one million more Democrats registered in that state than Republicans. And he only won the election by like 23,000 votes. And she said, and she said this, and I must, I, I don't think any of, the, any of us here will disagree. Democrats are lazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't even think it's that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're complacent. They're lazy. I mean, she said it. She said, look, the Democrats are doing this to themselves. And uh, I said, well, you know, gerrymandering is doing that. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, that's true, too. But they did not. But he only won by 23,000 votes. You got to count the votes, Kelly. I mean. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also if you draw the districts so that you pick your voters, that's true. <laughs> instead yeah. of the voters picking, picking the candidates, you. Mm-hmm. then gerrymandering has a huge effect. If you look at the breakdown of, you know, how the Republican state uh, legislature draws the map to keep Republicans in office, even here in Rutherford County, that is that mm-hmm. is a huge effect. Right, and yeah. I'm I'm waiting to see how they how they draw the lines. Um, I think that the the oh, map that Lord. was sent in as a suggestion is a pretty fair map, but you know the state legislature gets to decide, and it's mm-hmm. predominantly Republican and predominantly yeah. and has been for a number of years now. Uh, yes, yeah. Okay, we're going to go to our it last. It won't be break. forever, though. Uh, it won't be forever. <laughs> no, the pendulum constantly swings. Yep. <laughs> All right, Kelly Northcutt. Thanks, uh, Hooper Penniel, once again for calling in. Lily Rimbold is with us. We're going to go to our last series of breaks. We'll be right back with you after this. Stay with us, folks. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com. FamilyLegal.com. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's PIofMT.com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at CompleteYardCareTN.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's complete yard care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. 
Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mellon's Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And we are back. Thank you, Jackson. Appreciate it. Jackson's on the board tonight doing a good job, as always. Kelly Northcutt, Lily Rimbo, thank you both again for doing this. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Lily, you've got a whole pad of stuff <laughs> over there, and we've got 40, we've got 15 minutes, uh, really about 13 minutes left. What do you want to talk about as far as this, this, uh, thing the supreme court goes well she's got some really great info on the history of uh this making it a polarizing topic i mean Mm -hmm. we kind of touched on that with the the whole moral majority thing but Mm -hmm. yeah yeah go for it go for it (laughs) yeah so as kelly said earlier um before roe v wade the way that republicans and democrats voted in congress um republicans actually voted against abortion at about the same rate that democrats did so it actually wasn't that split down the middle for a very long time and Roe v. Wade actually wasn't the one thing that did it either. Um, It was that happened a few years beforehand. A lot of where this became polarizing is when they started introducing those really long-term strategies like we were talking about with Nixon trying to get um, or yeah when they were trying to get like all the southern voters like grouped together and they were trying to get everybody um, kind of on board with this one issue abortion was just something that they could easily turn into a fear tactic mm-hmm. that could make them look pro-family to get those social conservatives on their side. So it wasn't actually something that a lot of people really saw as their big ticket issue until it was one thing that was easy to turn around on people who were pro-choice and people who supported Roe v. Wade and access to abortion. So there wasn't a consistent split in Gallup polls Um, like a consistent split between Democrat and Republican uh, support for abortion access until 1988, which was 15 years after Roe v. Wade was even put into effect. So it's not some, it's something they took a long time to turn into their big issue. That's now, Mm -hmm. like you've been saying, it's a litmus test issue Mm -hmm. that if you do not support the pro-life agenda, you're not a good conservative. People well, will not vote for you. And like, some people mm-hmm. vote for you only because you say that you're pro-life. Mm-hmm. We saw that in our own legislature in mm-hmm. Murfreesboro, like in our own representatives of Scott Desjardins. He ran on a pro-life. He continues to run on a pro-life platform. And it's been proven multiple times that he does not practice that in his own <laughs> life. Right, which yeah, is amazing we, we, you know, because we, of his history. Yeah, there's tapes exactly. That, and know, he and, continues yeah. to be reelected because on paper... He pushes it enough and votes the right way Mm -hmm. that it doesn't matter if he follows it because he's above it because he at least votes the way that people, the right way, the people that 
that that's how they want him to vote and he sticks with that but exactly. that's not and does practically nothing else exactly that's <laughs> he his never shows main up. thing he never does anything yeah. he hardly votes Stephen he Reynolds has had, not introduced Stephen had more we had more situations for him when Stephen Reynolds was running mm-hmm. to be invited to have debates and open oh, open yeah. forums mm-hmm. and things like that never showed up he doesn't show never. up because he knows he's going to be reelected. Mm-hmm. Sure. people have challenged him we've come close with the last few people mm-hmm. with Chris Hale Mariah Phillips like we've had right. good candidates good go candidates. up against mm-hmm. him sure and do. we've rallied a lot of support for those mm-hmm. two candidates and it's still not <coughs> enough and people still just don't they just don't see it enough with him and that's one thing that's a local thing that's really frustrating but back to it kind really of is. back to right. kind of where yeah. that divide started coming from it just got turned into this big politicized and polarizing issue because it was something easy for them to turn into something to scare people into being well, that's pro like family the, the and National Rifle Association in the Second Amendment Exactly. exactly. My right. uncle used to be tech. years ago. Exactly. My own uncle was a member of the National Rifle Association. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. father was. And then too. finally, he said, "Look, I can't do this anymore." He said, "Y'all have become such a political operation." Exactly. He said, "I'm not going to be mm-hmm. part of this." And he quit. You know. And I, I, I blessed one of them out one night back when Hillary Clinton was running for president. I was standing right there in Kroger, and this guy calls up and goes, "Well, National Rifle Association, Mister Raymond, of course, as you know." Your gun rights are under threat by Hillary Clinton and the, and the Democrat Party. I said, no, let me tell you something. <laughs> I had him on the phone. I was standing right there in the lobby right there at Kroger right as you go in where the carts are. And mm-hmm. there's people coming in and out. I said, I've had enough. You know, I told myself, I said, that's enough. It's time people heard this. Mm-hmm. I said, let me tell you something. I've got a house full of guns, okay? I'm just about ashamed to say I even own a gun today. And no one's coming for my guns. A friend of mine who's an attorney here in town, we've had this discussion many times. No. I said, is, is, have you heard of this anywhere? He said, no. It doesn't, it doesn't exist, Dad. They're not coming for your guns. No. I said, quit telling everybody they are. Your Second Amendment rights, your Second Amendment rights are not under, they're not under anything at all whatsoever. No. No. Now, that is something I do know a little something about, a lot more than abortion. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, because I don't have a uterus. So... <laughs> And yet you a know, uterus is you know, <laughs> more strictly regulated than a gun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it is. It, uh-huh. It's insane. You know. And, uh, you know, I, I just, and, and, and I just, I let him have it both. I said, you take my name off that list and do not call again. Apparently he got the message because they ain't never called back. Mm-hmm. I said, that's fine. Yeah, you know, and, and that's another I'm tired like, of fear the lies. tactic creating a wedge yeah, issue. I'm tired exactly. of the lies permeating. Mm-hmm people's lives Mm -hmm. you know it's ridiculous i'm sorry that's okay go ahead and and even with uh you know democratic uh presidential uh not you know uh offices it's like nobody's nobody's ever come to take your guns no you know nobody's there's no that that is the biggest lie that's ever been told and and on in the same line nobodyody's ever going to force anybody to get an abortion yeah that's not what we're here to do exactly to make it accessible to the people that want it and need it for the success of their own lives because it doesn't affect anybody else's life that's the main thing that a lot of people don't understand but another thing and this is something any issue that you can look at now that people are arguing over that's important to people there's always a root in racism always it always goes back to the 1900s when we started to desegregate and all of the different ways that people created these systems specifically to get around having to integrate their systems exactly right part not only are they using this as a fear tactic to kind of polarize to get those voters on their sides but it was also used as a way for some christian schools to get around um desegregation desegregation because 
when uh, Jimmy Carter took away tax-exempt status for Christian schools that were still segregated, they didn't want to come out and say, well, we don't want to integrate, so we're going to fight back against this because we don't want black people at our schools. Mm -hmm. They had to find another way to get around it. And so that's kind of where this um, moral majority came from, and, or one of the places that it came from. And I remember the night he did it. More, Jerry Falwell brought that about. Mm -hmm. yeah. And people started bringing it to, to be an issue about religious freedom instead mm -hmm. of actually coming out and saying, well, we don't want to have black people at our school, so mm -hmm. we think that this law is bad. It turned into scaring people into thinking that they were being attacked for their religious beliefs, and this right. was an easy mm -hmm. thing that they could turn on its head. Sure does. Where before, they didn't really, not to say that they didn't care, but it wasn't the main issue for them, but this is one thing that they easily turned around to make a scare tactic and a fear tactic to get people onto their side to kind of skirt around these things and, and introduce that idea of an attack on religious freedom right. and that's one place where it came from and then there's also a really interesting video that i saw of jane elliott she was talking about a book by ben wattenberg called the birth dearth where the she was birth dearth. the birth dearth mm -hmm, by okay. ben ba ben wattenberg now, i've never heard of that one and i hadn't either but it's actually she kind of goes into his explanation of part of the reason why it's such an easy or such an important topic for them to or for them for the republicans to kind of adopt as their own like main big ticket issue sure and so they talked about how or the book talks about how pretty soon there's not going to be a white majority in the country anymore. And that's scary. There's to not now. People. Exactly. There's not now. This really. was a while ago. Like it's right. not a yeah. super recent book. Sure. But that was the fear of a lot of people. And it so scares, they look. It scares a white person to death. Not, it doesn't exactly. mean. But it, it scares some people. It literally. It, the, the older. That's part of the reason for the resurgence uh, yeah. of white supremacy. And exactly. White it is. Because they've lost They that. are literally yeah. scared to death. They're afraid of they'll be treated color. as a minority yeah. like they have been treating mm -hmm. minorities. They know what they've been yeah. doing. And now uh -huh. they're and like, I oh, never, it could be turned you know, back on I must say, until the last year or so. I did not realize the problem was so prevalent. This thing really white supremacy. Got, yeah. The, mm -hmm. Well, I mean the the the, the racial mm -hmm. inequality. Oh, yeah. And what really what disgusted me about it more than anything was, you know, with uh, Harry and Meghan, uh, Prince Harry, mm -hmm. and Meghan, and I really did not know because I I don't measure people. I didn't even know she was black. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know nothing. But she's, yeah. she's a very attractive lady. I thought she she may have been Arabic or I or had you know, a grandparent that was Arabic. Or something. I, I didn't pay attention to all yeah. that. And the Queen had an excellent opportunity here mm -hmm. to come out and say, "No, she is our granddaughter-in-law. We will take her in, and we love her just like everyone else." End of story. And that would have stopped it, but they didn't do that. Yeah. We're worried about how dark the baby will be. Mm, yeah, mm -hmm. I think that you know brought out a lot of uh, a lot it, of racist there, comments what, that a lot kind of, of systemic you. stuff you that's know, been happening the, for a while. Yeah, yeah, you're worried about how dark the baby will mm -hmm. be. Mm -hmm. That's that's a fear for some people. Is that? Man, if our son come them. home dragging a gal like that, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, She's beautiful and accomplished. I mean, and yeah, accomplished. Exactly. Why is this very, not enough? She didn't have to be part of that family. I mean, she mm -hmm. accomplished on her, on her own. Done exactly. very well. Mm -hmm. I just, I, you know, I'm sorry, Lily. I'm, That's okay. I'm, you know, I just, I don't get it. 
but I, I but yeah, yeah, there are, there is a racist origin to the whole yeah. Yeah, uh, it's around abortion. the world. Yeah. It's around the world. The yeah. book, yes, the yeah. book um, talks about. The, so basically, there were three ways that they could try to avoid losing this white majority. The first way is that they could pay women to have more babies. But then you'd have to pay women of color as well. You'd have to pay women regardless of their race mm -hmm. to still have babies because you can't explicitly say we're only going to pay white women to have more babies. That's not going to work with my that wife. That would be challenged. Exactly. Yeah. It, it would be challenged. So that, that yeah. obviously won't right. work because you don't want to pay women of color to have babies. Right. And then the second way is to um, increase the number of people that are allowed to immigrate into the country every year. But a lot of people that want to immigrate here are people of color. So that won't work either because that's not going to sure. help your majority that you're trying to achieve right then you look at abortions at that time 60 percent of the fetuses that were being aborted were white mm -hmm. so if you can limit access to that abortion and keep that 60 percent of fetuses from being aborted and force them to be born mm -hmm. then that pushes you towards that white majority mm -hmm. yeah. okay. forced birth is basically what that is exactly so they're not actually well i mean there are lots of reasons and a lot of people use religious reasons behind this as well but a large founding of why they are so against abortion is founded in racism because they want more white people to have babies and it's harder for women of color to have babies and then have successful lives right. because we've pushed mm -hmm. them into poverty we've pushed them mm -hmm. into these marginalized systems that were designed yep. specifically to hold them down mm -hmm. and then they kept white people from being able to get abortions and that kept them in where they majority. wanted to be it's so it's and a lot That's of people don't shocking. recognize that either i know i want to thank both of you for coming up and i appreciate kelly thank you so much uh, Lily, thank you. An added bonus, I must say. And I hope at least, folks, uh, if we, uh, we're not here to offend anybody, but if we made you angry, good. Okay. <laughs> think about it. It's something to be angry about. Yes, well, it is. Yeah, and okay. let's talk about it. Exactly. Right. We'll sit down and talk yeah. with you. We'll get a cup of coffee and be glad mm -hmm. to talk with you about it. Mm -hmm. For the Edwin Lee Raymer Show, I'm Ed Raymer. And until next Sunday at 8 o'clock, I'll catch you down the road. Good night. Count on Haines Street Bay Harbor for low prices on everyday essentials. This is Rich Schmidt with more 100th anniversary savings from Haines Street Bay Harbor. Like a six-pack of Charmin Mega Roll Strong Bath Tissue for just $5.99. This tissue takes strong to the next level. It's three times stronger when wet than other tissue. It's long-lasting, too, with more goes per roll. So you'll change the roll less often. Pick up these bargains of the month along with other chill chasing products at great prices at Haines Street Bay Hardware, 1807 Memorial Boulevard. In this season of giving, don't forget to give to your pet. Here at Animal City, we would love to help you with your pet needs. Your small animals might prefer a larger living space, your reptiles might like some new decor, and your other pets might like some new toys to keep them entertained.